Praise God. And we're just going to go ahead and get started. Uh, I'd like to say good evening and welcome to Life's Uncertain Journeys weekly podcast, where we engage our listeners in real talk about these troubled times that we live in. But from a biblical perspective, we believe and know that the Bible, which is the word of God, speaks about the things that are happening in our day and has all the information that we need to know how to navigate these troubled times that we're living in. And it also provides for us the outcome, which is victory for all of those who are trusting in Jesus Christ. I am Nadine Davis, and I, along with our podcast team, will be hosting tonight's podcast. Mm -hmm. um, and it's beautiful to, to use that word podcast team. <laughs> These ladies have held the fort down uh, during my travels, and um, I am just so excited about the conversations and the blessings and the things that were uh, shared um, while they were in, uh, in the driver's seat. Um, and I really want to thank you, Alicia and Carmen and Cheryl and Jan and Isabel um, for all that you did to keep the ball rolling. And I'm glad to say that we are now doing this as a team. And so um, thank you so very much. Uh, I thank God that we have such a cadre of strong, committed women of faith here with us. And these uh, are women that um, some of which I've had the uh, privilege to walk alongside in their faith journey. And also my personal uh, mentor, the one that keeps me in check, Sister Jan, um, you know, this is the lifestyle of what it means to uh, live in the kingdom of God. You don't do this on your own. God never intended for us to walk this journey by ourselves. But what he has provided through uh, Ecclesiastes 4.9 is the revelation that two are better than one. That, that having that camaraderie, having that uh, fellowship with one another, that relationship with one another, uh, Jan knows me and she, she, because I know she loves me, she speaks truth to me and vice versa. Um, and it's just, it's a part of uh, the fabric of this new life that Christ has given us where we are connected. We are the body of Christ. And so I thank God for each one of you all for being with us tonight. Um, I also have with us um, our wonderful uh, podcast co-host, Alicia Lockhart, who's going to welcome us tonight. Well, hello, hello, good evening, and welcome back for our regular uh, participants, and welcome, welcome, a special welcome for first-timers. I am Alicia Lockhart, and as Nadine said, I'm a part of this wonderful team of ladies that I don't even feel like that I'm worthy of. I, when, um, when Nadine said um, Jan is her mentor, Nadine is mine and my sister, but aren't shopping's aren't. That's what came to my mind. Yeah. yeah. You know, and so I'm just glad to be a part and I welcome all of you. I want to tell you that this is a Christian podcast and we are transparent and we're, we're, we're authentic, God loving, fearing in the best way, women. 
And so here we are here to give, grow, and get in God. And so with that, you can join through our Zoom live here on at this platform, or we have several other social media platforms and and um you can uh, join there, but we have the uh, one that we download the content and um, you can keep up with any new or current events and any old stuff that you may want to check out. We have our uh, past previous podcast there for your pleasure. If you go there, we ask that you click like and share so that you know, we can spread the word. That's what we, that's what we supposed to be doing. <laughs> and that's one of the um, ways that we, we use to do that. And so um, please feel free to join in and interact because we are made to be interdependent. And so that's how we give, grow and get. Mm-hmm. Um, don't be shy. No question is a wrong one. No question is a silly or crazy question. Absolutely. And if you feel a nudging of the Holy Spirit that says, um, I wonder what that is about, or no, no, I know this, we want to know too. And so don't be afraid. Um, you know, I'm sure somebody else probably had the thought and if they didn't, you teach us something. So please, mm-hmm. you know, come alongside us and let's grow and give and get together. Um, we will be opening the mics at some point for that type of interaction. We ask that you stay on mute until that time and then unmute yourself to talk and then mute right back so we can keep a clear yeah. and a free uh, interaction tonight. And um, did I get everything, Nadine? Seemed like Just it. about. <laughs> Thanks so much, Alicia. Really appreciate you. Um, but just to um, kind of clarify the uh, avenues that God has provided the venues that he's provided for us to be able to share the gospel message with those he sensed our way and also be able to um, disciple um, women who are ready for that level of commitment in their, in their faith walk. Uh, we have a YouTube channel, Life's Uncertain Journeys YouTube channel, where we have, uh, we keep all of our podcasts and our past podcasts, she said earlier, are there if you'd like to go and review any of those. Um, we also, um, like she said, we're here uh, live in our Zoom recording studio. Uh, and this podcast tonight will be uploaded tomorrow morning and available to those uh, who couldn't join us tonight so that they won't miss miss out on the things that God shared with us tonight. We also um, have uh, podcast sites with iHeartRadio. We're on Spotify, we're on iTunes, Podbean, and you know all those little networks. And uh, we like to welcome all of those of you that are listening from any of those venues. Uh, even though we're not able to see you and you can't see us, um, I'm very grateful for the privilege God gives us to share our time with you. So if you'd like to um, have any comments, questions, or prayer requests, uh, those of you that are listening through any of our podcast venues, uh, please feel free to email us at lifesuncertainjourney at gmail.com. And we would be more than happy to pray with you and answer any questions or concerns that you may have. As Alicia said, this is a live and interactive Christian podcast, and we actually are, are trusting that the Holy Spirit, those of us um, who belong to Christ, have 
the spirit of God resident within us. And what that means is that we have so much that's available to us, so much information um, that can be provided to us through his Holy Spirit, that should the Holy Spirit prompt you, as Alicia said earlier, to share something, uh, a revelation that you got, or a question that you may have, any of those kinds of things, we don't want you to be inhibited. Um, this is a safe place, and we're seeking God together. That's what we're, we're on this uh, venue for. That's why we're on Facebook. Uh, we're not looking for fame, fortune, or notoriety, or any of those things. We just want to be faithful to what God called us to do. He said, go and proclaim his gospel to all nations, making disciples, baptizing them in the name of the Father, Son, and the Holy Spirit. And, and that's what we want to do. And so we, we're trusting that God will send those that he wants to be a part of what's happening here on this podcast. And so here we are, and here we will be until the Lord tells us otherwise. So thank you once again for joining us. Um, Alicia is going to be monitoring uh, our Facebook posts and will be able to share with us any comments and things that are being made on Facebook. And uh, we'll be able to uh, respond to those comments and questions that you may have. Um, so feel free to share and um, uh, ask any questions that may come to heart. Um, we have, uh, before we get started, let me just, because I can see the computers already start acting funny. Um, I'm going to have um, Sister uh, Paulette Williams to pray for us, to pray over our time tonight, because we know the enemy always try to mess up stuff, and he, he not, he not welcome here. Sister Paulette. Amen. Amen. Thank you. Heavenly Father, we just enter into your presence, Lord. God, with thanksgiving and praise. Mm -hmm. Father God, thank you for the work, Lord, that you have begun with this podcast. God, you're the one that have begun it and you will complete it, God. Mm -hmm. Father God, so we thank you. God, we thank you, Lord, that you said you would supply all of our needs, mm -hmm. all of them, according to your riches and glory. Father God, and none of us have everything that we want. We still have a prayer that haven't been answered. But Father God, we won't complain. Amen. God, because you have given us everything that we need. God, and at that appointed time, if that's what you desire for us to have, that's what it will be. Hallelujah. But Father God, we put our trust in you. Amen. God, we bring it, lay it at the altar, and leave it. So, Father God, we thank you for the privilege. God, just for the opportunity. God, that we can talk to the King of Kings, Hallelujah. the Lord of Lords. What a mighty God we serve. And, Father God, we thank you most of all that Jesus loved us so much that he Hallelujah. died for us. Father God, that's your message, Lord, Thank of the cross. God, that's your message of the podcast, that Jesus loves you and that he has died, that you might have life and have it more abundantly. Hallelujah. Father God, so give every listener ears to hear what the Spirit has Thank to you. say in the name of Jesus. Amen. Amen.
Thank you so much, Sister oh, Paulette. Uh, really am um, uh, designed to uh, move forward as quickly as possible because we always find out that we always run out of time when we start getting to the good stuff. But uh, I do want to just uh, say that uh, for those of you who are visiting us for the first time, that my husband and I oversee Charlotte Christian Fellowship, which is an outreach that God assigned to us to share the gospel and make disciples. And on Thursday nights, we host a uh, virtual Bible study. We are right now in the book of Ephesians. So if there's anyone that's interested who would like to uh, be a part of that Bible study, you can visit our website at charlottechristianfellowship.org. And there is a link where you can come right in to, that will lead you right into the Bible study. And that's 7 o'clock p.m every Thursday evening. So uh, we just wanted to share that with you. I um, have uh, been on travel for the last couple of weeks. We uh, lost our, our mom, uh, my mom in, in, uh, in love who um, lived for 97 long years. And we were celebrating her home going this past uh, couple of weeks. and. Um, got to see family and all, but mm -hmm. I thank God that he had, like I said, provided these uh, strong, faithful women of God who um, have been able to hold things together and move us forward in this conversation about holiness, a divine walk of distinction. And I don't want us to misplace that word uh, distinction because it has such uh, powerful ramifications to help us to understand this thing called holiness that God said, we are, we are holy. Amen. That's what God said. Amen. And so all of that is available to us uh, through what Jesus Christ has done for us. And uh, we have every uh, blessing every amen, all of the things that God has provided us in his word, that in many cases, we're not able to acquiesce, we're not able to appropriate in our lives, simply because of what we think or what we believe. The Bible says that our minds have to be transformed. There's just no way to incorporate the kingdom principles that are in, in God's word, if this thing isn't changed. And so, um, we have been studying, we have learned and heard over and over again that our minds must be renewed to the degree that we believe that God is who he say he is and that he does what his word says he does, that we don't base our faith on what we see, okay? We don't walk by sight. We base our faith um, on, on what the Holy Spirit reveals to our hearts. We walk by faith and not, not according to things seen. And I say that because a lot of times what we see happening in other people's lives, we begin to, uh, you know, determine in our minds that that's who God is or that's how God works, not really knowing 
what that individual's relationship is with God. We think we may know, but we don't know. And then we come up with the wrong information. And so God wants to have a personal relationship with each one of us one-on-one where he can teach you. He wants to be the one to help give you that information. And so that's what we're doing through our Disciple, Disciple, Me, Pro, um, Disciple Me study. Uh, and if there's anyone that's listening tonight that um, has never been discipled uh, and want to have that deeper understanding and revelation of what Jesus Christ has provided uh, through his death, burial, and resurrection, then please email us at um, lifesuncertainjourney at gmail.com, and I'd be more than happy to get you started. Um, so what I'm going to ask now, uh, one of our um, podcast team members who uh, have been um, so mightily used of God to um, carry us through the last two weeks. Anyone have a recap that you would like to share before we move forward of what we've been talking about up until this point? We've been talking about, I'll I'll give it a a whirl, um, holiness and um, what it means to be holy. Um, The definition of being holy, um, some of the myths of what um, being holy is, Mm-hmm. and why we're holy what makes us holy and if we believe we're holy um those are some of the the, the bullet points that we discuss i'm sure there's more but that's those are the ones that pops into my mind yeah and i'll just add and because of last week and the events of all the mass shootings and just the continued spiraling of chaos uh we posed the question how can a holy god uh, continue to allow all this increasing chaos in the world. Um, so focus us again, not so much on the world, but on the holiness of God and, and, and why that may be happening. Mm-hmm. Very good. Very good. And um, for those of you that are listening, please go to our YouTube channel. It's Life's Uncertain Journey. And you can actually hear the conversations that went on over the last couple of weeks to kind of add put some meat on the bones of what we're sharing with you, uh, uh, kind of recapping where, we, where we've been thus far on this particular topic. And so um, I'm sure you'll be blessed by it. And while you're there, ring, put, you know, click on that bell so that you can get a reminder whenever we upload um, material from, from our podcast. Mm-hmm. Um, but um, one of the, one of the, um, key scriptures that we used as we began this had to do with uh, the prophet Isaiah's encounter with the Holy One. And we were reading from Isaiah, the sixth chapter, verses one through seven. And we were able to uh, understand uh, the things that transpired in that encounter that Isaiah had with the Holy One, with with the Father. And we began to just ask one another about those kind, you know, what kinds of encounters we have had with God, because Isaiah's encounter was pretty profound uh, as far as what he saw and as far as what transpired as a result of him coming in contact with a holy God. And so um, God is no respecter of persons. Uh, These uh, encounters not only happened with Isaiah, but 
through a myriad of individuals throughout the Bible. And because we live under the new covenant, it's no different for us either. I mean, we, we have the opportunity and the privilege to experience God in, in those monumental ways. And so um, we want to this week look at um, and, and share some of these encounters that we've had um, with God as it relates to our walk of holiness, our personal walk in holiness. And one of the things that we established um, from the get-go is that holiness is not perfection, mm-hmm. okay? It's not that checklist that we do every week to say, I went to church, I paid my tithes, I did my Bible study, and all these other kinds of things. Uh, that is um, uh, a fruit of holiness, but that is not what holiness is about. And so um, we know that we are holy not because of something that we did, but because of what God provides. He said, we are holy before him and without blame. Mm -hmm. And I always say, if God said it, I'm not going to argue with him about it. I'm going to agree with him. And so now we're going to get into some scriptures and look at um, and also share with one another some of those Uh, instances in our lives where we have um, had the privilege of encountering the Holy One in the situations in our life. Anyone want to start off sharing? Okay, I guess I'll start. Um, I think I had um, wanted us to be able to understand from scripture uh, how this holiness thing relates to us because we're human. Holiness is not a human thing. As Jan said um, earlier today, this morning, as we were doing our podcast uh, prep time, you know, holiness is a spirit, is a spirit thing. It's not a man thing. Right. Okay. And so you can't expect that there is anything about you as a human being that is holy, except God makes it so. And so that's where we all want to begin. We want to begin from that understanding that in and of ourselves, the Bible says there's no good thing in us, nothing. We're all sinners. We have this, the sin DNA in our bodies, uh, in our spirits, because we were born of Adam and the, all the, the flaws that went with that comes with us. And it wasn't our fault. I've always tried to tell people, it's not your fault that you were born a sinner. It wasn't my fault that I was born uh, an African-American woman. I didn't set this up. Okay. So I can't be blamed for it. And so I'm saying that to say that the sin nature that we inherited from our forefathers had to be dealt with. And because God loved us, he is the one who dealt with it by sending his son. And so now those of us who accept the sacrifice that his son paid for us, 
Now we step into a whole new realm of being. We are being transformed because once we have surrendered ourselves to the Lordship of Jesus Christ, that means that he's the one calling the shots in our lives. The Holy Spirit then comes and begins to do a work of transforming us. We cannot change ourselves. That is a job for Jesus. And believe me, he knows how to accomplish it. So now we can trust him to help us get to that place of holiness that God has already decreed for us to be. Any questions? Any comments? <laughs> Thank God for his holiness. <laughs> I'm telling you. I was telling, um, I think I, I was talking to uh, Cheryl and I was sharing with her the story of Joseph and how, um, how relative it is to what our relationship is with our Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ, and mm -hmm. helping us to see that God had chosen Joseph to be the deliverer for his, his heritage, for his family. Amen. And when, when Joseph tried to tell him, look, I had this dream and all you all were bound down to me and stuff like that. And they said, you know, this boy done lost his mind. <laughs> you know, uh, Jacob said, you mean I'm going to be bowing down to you? There was just no way for them to comprehend it. I don't even think Joseph really understood the fullness of what God was revealing to him. But in the fullness of time, Joseph was the one, the second highest ruler in Egypt. Mm-hmm. And he had the power and the ability and the wherewithal to deliver his family from famine, from all the, the ravages uh, that came upon um, the world at that time, the uh, droughts and all those other kinds of things, and set them up in a city in Goshen, gave them the whole place, provided for them. Mm -hmm. Everything that they needed was provided because Joseph was the second man in charge. And this is a, what do you call it? A prototype or whatever it is, a type of who Jesus is to us. Mm -hmm. He is our elder brother mm -hmm. and he was sacrificed for us so that now he provides us with everything we need. It comes from him. And so all of this transformation is taking place, this holiness and this setting apart and consecration and sanctification and all these things. You know, we can't do that. We wouldn't even know where to begin to change our own lives. But God does. He does by his Holy Spirit. So um, I wanted to um, share a couple of scriptures. Um, see, we did the recap. There was a passage of scripture in um, uh, Isaiah also in chapter 6, uh, 35, I think that I wanted to talk, talk to us about. We are doing part six of our conversation entitled Holiness, a Walk of Divine Distinction. Uh, we've learned that um, holy has, holiness has nothing to do with human perfection or keeping rules and laws. Holiness is a state of being that is, a, that is ascribed to us by God himself. 
as a result of our surrendering ourselves to his son, our Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ. Mm -hmm. It associates us as being children of God. Amen. Our father is holy. So guess what? So are we. We are holy. <laughs> okay. Got a beautiful thing. It mm. is a beautiful thing. You know, it's just like you coming up as a little child. Your children are born in your home. You know, they don't know what's available to them. You know, because you're their parent. You know that you provide a roof over their head and you provide food for them to eat, you know, and educate. All those things are provided for them be for you, but they don't really see all that. They just get the benefits of all of that. And that's where we are as believers today. We don't understand all that God has really provided for us. And we, in many cases, live beneath uh, the call of God that has been assigned to us because of our ignorance. And God is desiring to help us to take this walk of divine distinction. Nobody gave us that but God. No man, no woman, nobody said that we were, uh, we were holy except God. He's the only one that can qualify for us. So, so holiness is a state of being that is ascribed to us by God himself through our um, surrendering to, to Jesus Christ. And um, scripture also confirms that because of this association that we have with the Father, um, first, if somebody can read 1 Peter 1.16, I'd appreciate it. This is what we have available as a result of our being associated as children of God and as um, followers of Jesus Christ. Anyone got it? I have it. Um, okay. Do you want to It's the NIV, 1 Peter 1 and 16. Mm -hmm. All right. And it reads, for it is written, the whole, be holy because I am holy. Since you call on a father who judges each person's work impartially, live out your time as foreigners here in reverent fear. For you know that it was not with perishable things such as silver or gold that yeah. you were redeemed from the empty way of life handed down to you from your ancestors, right. but with the precious blood of Jesus Christ, a lamb without blemish or defect. Yes. He was chosen before the creation of the world, but was revealed in these last times for your sake. For our sake. Okay, for our sake. Hallelujah. You know, the Old Testament uh, patriarchs and matriarchs and all of those people, you know, we read their stories and we ooh and awe at some of the miracles and things that stories that are there. But listen, we've been told that we've been given uh, um, uh, exceedingly great promises that are beyond what they receive. And you know why? Because God was in Christ reconciling us sinners to himself. And the means by which he accomplished this was to sacrifice like Abraham was going to sacrifice his son. God sacrificed his son. Amen. So that the benefits 
of being a child of God could be relegated to us who believe. And all the benefits that go along with that, all of the promises that are made available to us are ours. It takes us a while to to get to the place to a place of maturity where we can appropriate some of these things. But be on the journey. Be on that journey to maturity and faith. You'll get there because God promises that we will. But we've got to start the journey. And so he starts off by saying, be holy. And the scripture that reminds me of that statement is in Genesis. When God says, let there be light. Mm -hmm. And guess what? There was light. There was light. And God says to you and me, be holy. Guess what? <laughs> we be holy. Be holy. Yes. We be yes. holy. Yes. And it's like everything else in our Christian walk. It is a process. It doesn't come to fruition overnight. But at least you're on the journey. And now the Holy Spirit has come to help us. He indwells us and he is there to transform us into the image of what it means to be a child of God. He's making us into that. God has already said now we're the sons and daughters of God. And it doesn't appear what we're going to be like, but we know that when we see Jesus, he said we're going to be what? Just like him. Yes. So we're on, we're on the way. So in the meantime, understanding this holiness that God is uh, has uh, deemed for us, we share in this holy calling. Hebrew, Hebrews 3.1 confirms our identity as holy. And for many of us, that is going to be a hard pill to swallow because we know our flaws, right? Right. We know our missteps and our mishaps and all those things are real and they are genuine. But God is designed for us to believe him. If he said that we are holy, then holy is who we are. The transformation of getting from the place where he said, be holy, to actually becoming what God said that we are, is a job for the Holy Spirit to do. He's going to do that. Therefore, holy brothers and sisters who share in the heavenly calling. You hear that? We share in this heavenly calling mm -hmm. because God says so. Colossians 3.12 also submits that as God's chosen people, Colossians 3.12, we are holy and dearly loved. Don't that just make you want to grin? Yeah, don't get no better than that. <laughs> it's beautiful. It is beautiful and it is true. It's true. And, it and I can remember, Nadine, um, after my husband passed, the Holy Spirit was talking to me and he was saying, Cheryl, your challenge is believing me believe that's my challenge and so you read these scriptures but to believe it with confidence and assurance that sometimes is a struggle because just as you said our nature 
that sinful nature is there Mm -hmm. and that's the battle I think right yeah it is yeah and also that's definitely about yeah the belief is also tested or shaken when trial comes because you you might be big and bad mm-hmm. and say you believe and i don't mean that and i mean that in the most loving sense mm-hmm. you know you a devout christian trying to do the right thing and live by god's precepts and will and everything and then something hit you and you get shaken Mm-hmm. And you have to ask yourself, do I truly believe? Well, nothing changed as far as well, who we are and who That's we right. Are. That's right, Alicia. The only thing that changes you is your thought, and you can't do that. Well, That's right. You're yeah. absolutely right. Go ahead, Jane. I totally agree, ladies. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Totally Amen. Agree, Remember, I've got shaken of, like that. Yeah, we talk about holiness, it's a spiritual being, it resides in a spiritual realm. Yeah. But what we do in our natural realm, because we have both sides attached until we right. go to heaven, we still right. got these bodies. Right. But what we do is we take our natural DNA, like us women like to do, like to see, like to plan, like to act, like to know. Those yeah. are all human traits. And we yeah. take that into the spiritual realm where yep. it don't belong. That's right. Belong. Come on now. That's it. That's why we love Jane. You hear what she said? We don't belong. It doesn't belong. And we've got to make the transition. It, it all depends on what we go, what's going on up here. Have we appropriated? I mean, I was when Johnny and I were, were driving back from uh from from maryland and and we both were just amazed at the gorgeous beauty that was before us and and i said johnny isn't it the weirdest thing how can anybody look at the grandiose i mean if you've ever seen the mountains up in in you know um up in um phoenix and all those other kind of places i had to had the opportunity to go to phoenix and look at those majestic mountains just i mean if God says, you know what, We're, we don't have any excuse for not believing in. We don't. It's, it's right in front of us every single day. And we, he's given us brains that, you know, can really appropriate this information if we would sit down, you know, sit down from our, our, our culture and our worldly um, you know, all these worldly things that have, you know, amassed over the years, but God is trying to help us to, to, to get step away from that. I'm the God that put the sun up in the sky. Nobody sits behind a computer and pushes a button and make the sun come up every day. We, we know this. Yeah. So therein is the acceptance. God is, and he's real. So now, Accept that as your reality and the fact that he tells you, guess what? You're God's chosen. He chose you. Why? Why would God choose me? Mm-hmm. Why would he choose you? Mm-hmm. But getting in that word, getting in the word of God tells you that was his prerogative. Yeah. Hallelujah. It was his prerogative to choose us. We're in this situation, in this generation, because of the purpose he put in us. The trials and tribulations that we encounter 
is our optical course. That's our, what I call it, boot camp. Because guess what? Every single one of those situations we have been in, God has brought us out. Amen. We're still even standing. When we even when we didn't know he was bringing us out of it. That's, that's right. That's the beauty. But you, you got to come to the point where you realize all of that. God mm -hmm. kept me through it all. Yes. Every morning, I have another opportunity to grow yes. and to know God deeper. That's what these opportunities are. He doesn't give us new days to find new jobs. Mm -hmm. He doesn't give us new days to pursue our magnificent dream, you know, whatever that is. Those are the icing on the cake. He wants us pursuing him because that's where all the information comes from. It's going to come from him. Anyone else? I just want to go back to what my what um Miss Jan said. Um, my Naomi mom. That's what I'm going to start calling. <laughs> I remember I was and I was talking to Cheryl too. I was going through a period just recently of like turmoil within, and I couldn't understand what was wrong and. I knew it was my emotions were high, but what I learned and the Bible, you know, mom, she script, she told this to me, but then of course she always tells me to go find an inscription. I found it in Galatians and it truly is a, it's a, um, it's a walk. It's a, it's a day. It's a walk of understanding that you are in spirit. And many times when I now knowing that I know when I'm walking in flesh and I know when to just stop and say, Lord, I'm walking in flesh, please help me. But I didn't know, I didn't, I knew it, but you didn't understand it. You didn't believe it. You didn't, you didn't apply it to what you were going through at the time until I heard it. And then I read it and I studied it and I meditated on it. And I'm like, that made the difference. So now, you know, things, the same things were bothering me. But it don't bother me mm -hmm. anymore because I immediately tap into the Holy Spirit and say, Lord, you have to take this. I can't do this. And I think that has made the biggest difference in just these past few months in my life is knowing that, is walking in the spirit and just seeking his face and his word, spending time in my room with him. Yes. yes. Um, and just knowing and believing and trusting him and, and, it's, and it's not hard. People are like, how can you believe in something that has never happened? Or how can you believe in something that um, you don't see? And I always ask them, well, how did you wake up this morning? Was it, uh, I mean, I need you to, under, you need, I always turn it around on them. Help me to understand what your belief is until I can get in. And then I get into the, you know, into the conversation of the Holy Spirit. But I, I just wanted to share with everybody that because I know that women, we are emotional beings, period. And we struggle a lot. Um, but to understand our makeup is so important that we are flesh, but we are spirit. And that is what Jesus left us to help us to walk in this holy life and to walk in you know, upright and set apart and yes, we are part of this world, but we do not conform to the things of this world. And like mom said, you know, every day, you know, we get up and go to work and, you know, we want to do well. And there is a scripture that supports doing well at your job. 
Um, but the, the, the target that we all are, are aiming for is that eternal life that we're going to spend with our father. And that's what keeps us going every day. So. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. Absolutely. Mm-hmm. And thank God for his word. I mean, there's just no way to, 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 um, to be able to maneuver through life without it. Absolutely. A lamp unto our feet, a light unto our path. Everything that we need for life and godliness, we can find right there in that word. Mm-hmm. And this, this being able to um, acquiesce and appropriate this holiness that God says that we are comes first because of what we think about God. Does he tell the truth? Mm-hmm. Can we actually uh, believe him? So from that point right there, and the, the, the thing that takes place in our heart is we embrace that. God does not lie. He does not lie. And if he said, I have everything I need for, God, for, for, for life and godliness, that he's provided it, that I accept that. Now, how that plays out in my life is going to happen by two things. First, me believing God, mm-hmm. that his word is true and what he said is absolutely true. And then letting him do that work in me. You understand what I'm saying? The faith comes first. Oh, yeah. Just oh, like going, just like when 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 Moses and them were told to go across the you know part the, 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 the Red Sea, they couldn't just sit there and wait for the sea to open. They had to put their foot in the water. Action. The minute they put their foot in the water, the water started to move. So gotta be all You see what I'm saying? And so we can't sit and twiddle our thumbs and anticipate the things of God just to be, um, you know, dropped in our laps. I mean, that's not how it works. It works because of what we believe. As a man or woman thinks in their heart. Oh, yes. And you see the correlation between thinking and the heart. There's a connection. So if we believe that God says we are holy, that he chose us before the foundations of this world were ever established, we can begin to see that divine distinction that God has given us. We didn't earn it. Mm -mm. He said that, that you don't even understand it. I don't understand it. I was in Christ before God created this world with my purpose already in me to be accomplished in 2022. Mm -hmm. You see, God is a planner. All the things that he has written in his word is going to happen just like he says it. Mm -hmm. Our holiness, our being able to be priests and kings, those things that he said about us is true. And so, like I said, because of our flaws and everything like that, it's not a bad thing to be humble. Believe me, it keeps us safe. Because the evil one, pride is what took him over. Yeah. Thinking that he was more than than he he was. And so these carcasses, these sinful carcasses are used to keep us humble that's right 
to, to let us know how much we need God. You're not going to be able to traverse this world, in, especially in the end time, <laughs> with human reasoning. It won't work. You got to believe God. What did he say? He says, because you are my children, Satan cannot touch you. His goal is to lure you into his trappings, to lure you into this whole world's system of things, which is about to perish. But you and our sisters, we are eternal beings. We've been changed. The change process has already begun. Our level of faith may be small today, but you keep feeding it, the word of God, feeding it. All the information is in there that you need. That's what God says. Everything you need for life and godliness has been provided. Amen. I Amen. left you my word. That's all the directions that you need. That's all you need to know. You know what your weaponry is. You know what your armor is. You know that no, Satan can't touch you. You know you've got a purpose in your life. All these things should help you to understand this divine distinction that God has given you, given us. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. And I love everything that you said. And then I also recall Miss Jan talked about repentance, that gift of repentance. So yes. even though we're traversing through this world, through this life, and we are who God says we are, that flesh gets a hold of us sometimes and we fall, we stumble, right? But because of that gift of repentance, we need to make sure we utilize that, not get stuck, right? That's repent, right. Confess, repent, and then yes. move on, right? And move on. Keep there moving, you go. keep running that race that keep God running. has called us to run, but don't get tripped up by it, right? Nope. And that is, I think, um, another aspect of holiness, right, is realizing that I'm not condemned. I don't, I don't, I don't condone certain behavior, but if I get tripped up, I have the, the gift of repentance to help me get over. And you have an advocate. That's right. Jesus, Jesus Christ, the righteous and what he is doing for us is praying for us. Yes. He told Peter, Peter, Satan wants to sift you like wheat. Mm -hmm. But he didn't say, I'm not going to let him bother you. He didn't tell him that. He didn't say, I'm not going to let him get a hold of you. I'm going to protect you. He didn't say that. Mm. He said, I prayed for you that your faith will not fail. And then he said, when, you, when you're converted, that I want you to go back and get your brethren. Teach them the same thing that you learned. Tell them how I brought you out, how you denied me three times. You were my ace boon cool. You were my ride or die buddy. And yet when it came down to the wire, you, you act like you didn't even know me. Yeah. <laughs> That's our God. Yeah. That's, that, you know, we didn't do, do the Peter thing to that level. Right. But he's letting us know, yeah, you're going to mess up. But I am every day, he says, Jesus Christ is at the right hand of the Father, daily making intercession for us. And Amen. do you think God answered Jesus' prayers? Come on now. 
So therefore, there is no need for condemnation. I don't know if Melissa's on here tonight, but um, she was sharing with me this morning um, how, you know, uh, in the midnight hour, the enemy was trying to deposit negative stuff in her mind about herself. And she said it made her mad. <laughs> That's where we need to be. When the devil starts messing with us, don't sit there and have a conversation with him. Don't let him take you to a pity party. Tell him to sit down, back up, get behind me, Satan, because I'm not going there tonight. Mm-hmm. Amen. Not going there. So it says, um, I wanted us to look at Romans 12 tonight mm-hmm. as one of the possible, oh, it's 7.52 already. Time flies when we having fun. <laughs> uh, anyway, I wanted us to look at Romans 12 and look for some of those practical things that we can appropriate in our hearts and in our lives to help us walk in this holiness that we have, we've been given. It's already been provided. We just need to learn how to walk in it. And it starts with us being able to die. Death is on the agenda. Yes, absolutely. We have to die to ourselves. Jesus died for us. Will we die for him? Are we willing to lay down our lives that these temples where God desires to reside, where he does reside, can then become instruments for him to use? Romans 12, 1, the ESV. I appeal to you, therefore, brothers, by the mercies of God, to present your bodies as a living sacrifice see this death is a is is a is a death of life can you imagine well god is god and he could do anything mm-hmm. but he's letting you know that you become a living sacrifice not a dead one holy and acceptable to God, mm-hmm. which is your spiritual worship. We talk so, about worshiping. Go ahead. Go ahead, baby. I just want to, I'm going to pause there because this is going to be a whole lot we're not going to be able to get to tonight. We're going to have to keep yeah. banking on this uh, next week. But if any of you were on the, 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 the podcast and we started off talking about Isaiah, um, Isaiah 6 and, and how he, his holiness filled the room, the train of his robe, his holiness is all consuming. So what he's saying there, ladies, is not talking about a little physical death. You know, you know that we're talking about this thing that if you got any ounce of self, you need to let the holiness squeeze all that stuff out of you. Yes. It's got to be so all consuming that ain't nothing stinking left of you. That's going to take holiness. Mm. Y'all got that picture? It's all consuming. You don't have to work this thing up. It's there if you let it have its way and growing in consumption. That's what he wants of us. Yes, Yes, Ms. Chair. Yes, Ms. Chair. Wow, wow, wow. Yes, that's it. Mm -hmm. 
It's all that. You know what you're talking about? His holiness, our holiness is all that. <laughs> it's just amazing. It it's is so amazing. Much. It is amazing. And it will amaze you. And it is what a beautiful God, sacrifice. It is. It yeah. is. What God has deposited in these clay vessels will blow your mind. When the day comes, when we get to see it all and 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 actually understand all that we had available to us that we didn't use. Yeah, they say we don't use, but what, a little piece of our brain and it can it, it can uh, operate. So just think about the holiness in the spirit, how much of that we have that we don't tap into and use. Oh, that's exactly, good. exactly. That's good. And all of that God has made available to us because he's given us his Holy Spirit. Amen. And the Holy Spirit is actually the dunamis power of God that raised Jesus up out of the grave. You understand what that means? Jesus was dead in the grave. Mm -hmm. And the Holy Spirit was that igniting power that brought life to, brought him back to life. And that same spirit is in us. Yes. So that means that the whole counsel of God is available to us. Is mm -hmm. we continue to let the Holy Spirit help, help us to diminish, like 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 John about to say, I have to decrease because He gonna increase. Amen. Yeah, yeah. Amen. Well, ladies, I just have to say we you know we gotta we're gonna go through uh, Romans twelve next week and look at the different and you mm -hmm. can between now and next week just go through it and pull out of there anything God reveals to you about the practical things that God uh, wants to happen in us and things that we could appropriate in our lives to help us to walk in divine distinction. Amen. Because we are a peculiar people. We are not like the rest of the world, according to what God says. We are new creations in Christ. Yes. But Father God, we just thank you. We thank you for what you've revealed to our hearts tonight. And I pray, Lord God, in Jesus' name, that we not be forgetful hearers. That, Lord God, help us to appropriate your word of truth in our psyche, in our lives, in our talk, in our walk. That we will become exactly who you say we are. Mm -hmm. Father God, we yield. We humble ourselves before you. And we say, have your way. Have your way in us, Lord. Change us, transform us, renew us, and help us, Father God, to follow in the steps that you have already prepared for us. Yes. Your word declares that our days have already been written in your book, and it ends with victory through Jesus Christ, our Lord. In Jesus' name I pray. Amen. 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 Glory to God. Amen. Glory to God. Well, ladies, thank you all so very much for uh, uh, joining us tonight. I am really uh, very excited about this, this study. And I know that we've got some, some more good stuff that's going to be coming down the pike. Amen. So mm -hmm. see y'all next week. God bless you. God bless you. Good night. Thank you all for God joining bless. us. Thank bye -bye. you. Bye-bye. Thank you. You're welcome. Bye-bye.